always giggle at my crazy collection of salt and pepper shakers. We use actual disposable ones when it comes to eating food. Um, but I have this collection of salt and pepper shakers. And again, I always talk about and advocating for keeping stuff that you're actually using. Well, I don't use these salt and pepper shakers, but here's the reasoning of why I keep them is I actually got them from when my grandmother passed away and they lived on her wall in her dining room. So I asked if I can just scoop them up. I loved them when I was a kid and I used to actually buy her salt and pepper shakers. So I got the ones that I bought her plus all of her extra ones from all the places that she's traveled. Um, there are salt and pepper shakers from places I've even never been to. And so I put them on my kitchen wall. So even though I'm not actually specifically using them, they bring a usability in my spirit and I can look at my salt and pepper shakers and think I have never been to Sedona, Arizona. However, they are for my grandma and um, I'm going to keep them because they Hi, I'm Jenny Rogers, and this is the Organizing and Beyond podcast. We will talk about how to tackle your stuff to make your life exactly what you want. I hope to inspire you into action and have a ton of laughs along the way. There are no rules in decorating or organizing. The only rule I have is you must enjoy the things you keep and get rid of the extra crap. Don't live in guilt and keep stuff. Set your shoulders free and thoughts directed towards your life goals, right? It's all about happy organizing. Um, Funny story about what I keep is I always giggle at my collection of salt and pepper shakers. Uh, We use disposable ones from the grocery when we actually have dinner, but I have this collection of salt pepper shakers from places that I've actually never been. Uh, I got them from my grandmother and they lived on her wall when she um, was alive and well. Well, when given the opportunity to take them, I jumped at it. Um, I now hang them up in my kitchen and I can enjoy them every day. So not everything you keep needs to be used per se. Um, Everything you keep needs to be enjoyed and you need to um, love them. I follow the Conry method of organizing, or sometimes um, I refer to as refer to her as Marie Kondo um, when I can. She has a great attitude toward hard decisions on what to keep. Um, there's there's a vibration or a feeling you unconsciously have towards an object. For example, hold your favorite shoes in your hands, right? Um, they could be fancy or they could be the best summer sandal. Um, feel how your thoughts are towards the shoe. Maybe you can't wait for it to be warm and, and the weather allows you to wear them outside or they remind you of the last activity you did with them, you did with them on, right? Your husband took you out for a date. So now on the flip side, hold shoes you don't necessarily have joy towards. Um, Maybe they hurt your feet. 
Um, they're really not flattering, right? You feel like they're ugly. There's so many reasons um, you can brainstorm towards a pair of shoes as to why you don't like them. Usually, my major hate towards shoes is that the dang blisters always come up. Um, don't don't keep them if they're doing that, right? So looking at how you react towards those pairs of shoes, use that to gauge towards everything else. Um, start with the easier items first. Um, start with the things you just absolutely love, right? You have a pile of clothing on your bed. Pick out everything you just absolutely love and you want to keep. Hang those up in your closet and sit with what you decided. Once you have those items, in the pile, right, or hung up in your closet, you now have given yourself the permission to give away the rest, right? Um, you almost feel more satisfied with the decisions you do make. So the more you make that decision, it does easy, it is easier to let go of those items. Um, if you just can't find a good reason to keep it, you probably shouldn't, right? It, it's just taking up space, and then it takes up your mind. Um, let's talk about the reasons why you would keep or wouldn't keep something just a little bit deeper. There's a lot of you who will keep something because it was given to you as a gift. Maybe, for an example, I'll just do something simple. There's a magnet on your refrigerator. It was given to you from someone when they went on a trip, and they brought it back because they wanted to bring you back a gift. They were thinking of you while they were on that trip. The fact that they brought you something back is should make you feel joy, right? That moment, you felt joy, and you felt the love in that moment. Um, if it's a magnet that sits in the back of your fridge because you never use it, right? Odds are you won't because you it's not as important because you didn't go to that tropical island. Um, it just, just sits in the back of your fridge and gets dust on it, um, and believe me, I've seen that, um, then get rid of it. You have that permission. You think about the thankfulness and the moment that of them thinking of you, and then you thank them in your mind, right? And getting rid of something doesn't minimize your relationship with them. And that's my friends, is why I love the KonMari method and why I practice it. There's no denying your feelings towards objects. I can never predict how someone will, re will react, but I know if you love something, you should keep it. Just like my salt and pepper shakers, right, that I got from my grandma. Sleep me to my next thought real quick. Having favorite items from loved ones or things you bought does not belong down in the basement waiting for it to flood or to never be used. They should be displayed and loved, not in the back of a closet, right? I once did a room for a little girl and she had a bunch of trinkets from all her travels um, and instead of putting them in the back of her closet, we hung a shelf in her room and she could display 
all those objects, which made her think of her family and the times they had together. So make room in your life for the stuff that you love to see and enjoy. So let's set the stage for you so you can be productive in organizing if you want. Um, first off, start with your clothing. You get dressed every day. You see them every day. Give yourself enough time to go through them all when you do decide to go through your clothing. Um, don't go through anybody else's clothing, just yours. Take them off the hangers and throw them on your bed. Then empty all your drawers and throw them on the bed as well. Take a step back and see that heaping pile. Quite often, this is a moment when I get comments in my sessions of, no wonder why I can't ever seem to get laundry done. I have way too much. I wait too long because I have other options, and then my laundry pile just gets so incredibly massive. Hold each item of clothing in your hand and feel if you want to keep them, right? Does it fit right? Is it way too worn? Does it have holes? You know, put it in the keep pile. Maybe you donate it or put it in the trash. Trust your gut and trust your intuition. Now you get to go to your closet in the morning and feel the organization and how easy it is to get ready in the mornings. This practice will then trickle down to other to your other items in your home and, and those other categories. Books, paper, kimono items, and sentimental items. Allow your brain to process through every category. We don't often allow that time for our mental, for our brain to spin those tight, those tight, we don't allow our brains and our moments to be spent on ourselves. If we can just take care of ourselves, we will have our cups way, way more full. Um, and therefore, then we can help our family members, right? Take care of yourself so you can take care of your family. week for my third episode, How to Set Goals. I am the queen of procrastinator, and I feel like um, my older brother would be um, gladly be able to give a testament to how I could not get ready to school on time. And, you know, he was six foot, I was teeny tiny, and it was always me running after him or him trying to be a responsible brother to make sure I get there. Um, so, being a procrastinator can sometimes make it difficult to set goals, right? If I set a goal, I'm setting myself up to fail. 